does a proper adventure rely on a degree of coincidence? Can the grand pega of dungeoneering not tinker with chance? Marin sets out to find more information on the green adventuring party of Yonder, Balric, and Pharrell, a group which met its end at the rage of a silver wyvern. On her way, she ran into a familiar face, the mage Orlins, who once stood by her in battle. What do these two have to say, life having changed them so, and what fortune might their meeting bring? Welcome back to Blood Gold. Diana, when we last left off, Marin had gone to a bar called the Basilisk's Tongue, mm-hmm. uh, looking for information on the Silver Wyvern and on the adventuring party of Yonder, Balric, and Pharrell, who Sadine Ra had told you perished. And while you were there, you kind of got the whole bar's attention by announcing who you were. Very loudly. Which drew the notice of... A mage named Orlins, who was once a member of the Siren's Fruit, along with you and Priya, they bid you to join their table. And so now you, Akraya, and Sorel have sat down with Orlins. Orlins is this, is just a little bit younger than you, but looks much better than you. Looks mm-hmm. like they've been taking better care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And they are, they've got these blue robes, they've got a big pointy wizard's hat on their head with a wide thin brim that kind of uh almost forms an uh, almost forms like a halo around them this this blue this azure blue halo and they recline in their seat a little bit and they go Marin I have to admit I did think that you were dead where have you been believe it or not farming Farming. Yes. Farm farming what? Whatever I feel like it. Why? Because I can. Marin, it's been twenty years. You never reached out, you never sent a let you never looked for me or Satis, you never contacted us. No, I didn't. That Marin died, and it took a long time to recover, and this Marin is here now. And this Marin apparently farms. Orleans looks at Akraya and Sorel. That uh, uh, nice, nice to meet you. And they hold out a hand, and uh, Akraya and Sorel uh, kind of shake hands with Orleans, uh, who you know their hands like fit in their palm. Yeah, like shaking a child's hand. Yeah. So I. I'm so confused. You you walk in here, a farmer with two kobolds looking for information on who's going after this the silver wyvern. What does this have to do with farming? What are you doing, Marin? I think it is better to focus on what is in front of us. And what is in front of us is that there is a silver wyvern murdering these young adventurers 
And I think as the most senior people, and she looks around briefly to make sure she's not insulting anybody, but um, I think as the most senior people here, it is our duty to help these people strategize to save this town. Because right now, everybody's doing whatever they feel like they should do and dying. We have survived multiple raids. I think it's, I think it is our duty to help these people. And she kind of gestures to the bar of people who are staring at her. I think I want to make you test your bond. Okay. With Orleans. Do I have a bond with Orleans? I don't have anything written down. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. It does say when a bond, when your bond is tested through. I feel like this might be a conflict or circumstance. Yeah, but I think it's a good point. Like, do you have a bond with with Orleans anymore? Well, what I mean. So does that does, trigger test your bond? Does history count? Like, I think, we've been playing this character from when she woke up that morning and the kobolds found her, but she had a whole life. That's like established. She had a whole established life before she got hurt. I think it's reasonable that there is a bond. I just don't have one written down. Yeah, I'm. I, I say let's let's do the test your bond move. I don't think we're technically supposed to unless you have an actual bond with this person. Mm-hmm. But because you have history with this person, this feels more appropriate to me than compel. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Test your bond feels more appropriate to me than compel based on your history with Orleans and specifically how they might react to your behavior Mm -hmm. so it might not be right but it's what we're gonna do okay (laughs) that's how i love to play i know all right and this is heart which is plus one so middle thing all right so on a weak hit your bond is fragile and you must prove your loyalty that feels very appropriate Mm -hmm. envision what they ask you so they're gonna ask me something ask the oracle and do it or swear an iron vow if you refuse or fail, clear the bond and pay the price. So this is very similar to compel. Mm-hmm. Th- this would have been similar to compel, but uh, this is what I wanted to do. So yeah, bond is fragile and you must prove your loyalty. So here's where I'm coming from. Let let We can kind of workshop this because I realized that we switched to Ironsworn so that we could do a little more like co-GMing. And I feel like I've really still taken over a lot. I don't mind that at all. I know. <laughs> so I think Orleans has not seen you in 20 years. Thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. You and Priya basically split up the band. Or, well, well we don't actually we know. We don't know. And I personally feel like we didn't. Yeah. I think what happened, and this is how I've been envisioning it, and I don't know how this, you know, actually plays out, but I don't think that we necessarily split up the band, but I think maybe we were get we had been adventuring together for so long that people had started to want to do maybe want to do different things. Yeah, I think that's more accurate. And it's just that not that we split up the band, but maybe we were the ones who like recognized what was happening and had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think it, it makes way more sense that, you know, everybody was starting to go in different directions mm-hmm. and y'all basically kept doing the hardcore fighting stuff. Right. And maybe Orleans and Sadis wanted to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, y- y'all started to go your separate ways. Orleans and Sadis and Priya, you traveled together for a long time. I imagine, sorry, not to go, not to backtrack, but I kind of imagine that the the mission, well, not mission, but the thing that Priya and I did was the first one we did without them. Really? Yeah. I imagine that this was very soon after 
the band broke up, air quotes. Mm. That's how I've been envisioning it. That doesn't necessarily mean that's what it has to be, but like either the first one or the first like big one. I mean, this is your backstory, so. Yeah, but I gave you, I like said immediately, like you actually get control over what happened. Mm. But but I think that's great. So I think the, the, the stressor here is that Orleans thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. Someone who you were close friends with. Right. Thought you and their other friend, Priya, were both dead. Sees you like a ghost. And now you're immediately being like, call to action. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's work. Uh, without really giving them a lot of... Coping like, time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Orleans is like, you, you kind of go off on this. Like, we need to set these these people up. So what are the, what do they ask of you to prove? I, so I think first they're like, Marin, what? That's what I've been doing for for twenty years. Why do you think I'm here? I sell my services to these younger adventurers. But you sell them to one group, correct? No, I sell them to anyone. Well, I know, but like one group at a time. What? One group at a time. This bar is full of groups individual groups no i'm suggesting i'm suggesting that this entire bar band together become one group and attack this wyvern like an army where have you been a ghost just walked into this bar and is now talking about raising an army to me i don't know where to even start with this Marin is extremely uncomfortable. From the minute she walked into this bar, she's very uncomfortable. She do, like does not. She really doesn't want to be here. And the last thing she wants to do, the absolute last thing she wants to do, is bring up her trauma in a bar full of people staring at her, and they're staring at her because of choices that she made to try and save these young people because she feels responsible that this other, you know, that these other young people died. She is ungodly uncomfortable and i feel like i don't know if Marin was always like this but i feel like when Marin is uncomfortable she is mean <laughs> i am maybe drawing from personal experience on this well i just i think that's well established in Marin's character right yeah but you know i just feel like she's mean so all of this happens and um i think Marin goes orleans if this goes well Maybe I'll answer your questions. But there are young people dying, just like Priya, just like all these other people who have died, trying to kill this wyvern and save this town. I think a better use of our time is helping them. And she's got like a mean look on her face, like, I am not having this conversation. You weren't supposed to be here. I think we should ask the Oracle... I think that's very fair. You must prove your loyalty. Envision what they ask of you. Mm, Hold on. Wait. Hmm. Because they asked me something. I can swear an iron vow. You do it, right? Like what? Envision what they ask of you and do it or swear an iron vow. What if I, I I want to like encourage all of these people to work together. No, never mind. I'm sticking with what I said. This guy's a dick. He wasn't supposed to be here. (laughs) Orleans? Yeah. He's not really a dick. It's not his fault. Ghost walked in. A liter- for him, a literal ghost walked in yeah. and started boasting. I mean, so what so the the alternative that I was thinking of is that like I say this, right? Because I'm not backtracking, I say this. But then I say like hold on to my bandana that is always 
on me that I still have, right? I didn't get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's my iron vow. Like saying like, I will answer your questions if we do this. That's the alternative. I don't know if that's Well, so an iron vow is a quest. Yeah. The quest is to do this. And then I'll answer To raise an army Mm -hmm. and go and- To instruct these young folk on how to fight this dragon, this wyvern. Because my intention is not to fight this wyvern. I don't know if that's the direction that I necessarily, like, I don't know if I want to do Iron Vow for that, is what I'm saying. I think Orlant stands up, and they take off their hat, and they look around the the bar, and they go, uh, attention, excuse me, everyone, and they do, like, a little prestidigitation, they make sparks fly from their hand to get everyone's attention, and now everyone in the bar is looking at them. Marin Ghost here, of the... Siren's Fruit, who met their unfortunate end on the Andite Mountains, would like to gather all of the Wyvern Slayers in the city together to go after one Wyvern. You'll all split the materials based on the kill and any bounty that's been placed on the Wyvern. What do you all think about that? Fuck that! No, what are you talking about? There's barely a bounty on its head. No, uh, I'm not splitting this with all these assholes. Orlans sits back down. Wyvern hunting isn't a... She doesn't give a shit. They're an asshole. She's done. Whether or not they're actually an asshole is not the point. This is how she's feeling. Because she feels personally responsible for these other guys Mm -hmm. dying, right? So she stands up and she goes, "Uh, How many of you know someone who died? trying to fight this wyvern show of hands how many of you nobody raises their hand you all know someone who died don't be cowards there's no reason that more people in this town should be terrorized by this wyvern just so that you can get your name said somewhere Marin ghost was so famous with the with the siren's fruit and now look at her she chased fame and now look at her you could actually help people in this town if you got your head out of your butts and you actually tried. Instead of chasing fame, if you tried to help people, you might actually be better off. I'm too old to fight this wyvern. I will die. But you're not. However, none of you have the experience that Orlins and I have. If you would like to live, if you would like some help in living, ask us. I'm here for the next 20 minutes, and then I'm leaving this town. And then she glares at Orlins. And walks back to the bar. Let's see. I move one person. There's no way not one person comes up to me and doesn't ask for advice. I'm just saying. Ask for advice? I mean, or comes up and tries to, like, be a bully. Someone comes up and talks to me. There's no way. Bar full of people? There's one cocky asshole who comes up to me. At the very least. Not that I really want to role play this. Diana would much rather leave. This is not a situation that Marin wants to be in. And I have no idea what I'm doing here. Diana doesn't. Also, Marin doesn't. Give me a compel roll, I think. I mean, no one could come up and talk to me. That's fine. Well, well give me give me a compel roll okay. to see if see if you manage to convince anyone in this bar to come talk to you. Okay. What am I compelling with? I'm not really threatening them. I think it's convince. Insight? So it's plus heart. Okay. Well, that's one. Actually, I, that's a strong success because that makes that a four. Doesn't that it? is a strong hit. They'll do what you want or share what they know. Take plus one momentum. You walk back to the bar and you 
sit there and I think Akraya and Sorel come up. They're just kind of following you around this bar looking very sheepish. Yeah. Uh, they're like eyes are kind of down. They're like darting looks at one another. This has gotten extremely awkward for them. Yes. And you go back up to the bar. You order a drink. Oh, shot of whiskey. Keep them coming. Give me the bottle. This is not where I want to be. I'm old. I probably can't drink that much without losing some facilities. So I get like maybe two shots of whiskey. Yeah. Down. Back them. Is that what the, what do you call that? You take them real fast. Yeah. It's like a anyway. I take them really fast. Can I can I get some? Can we restate what your actual goals? What Marin's goals are is to my goal is I don't think I can fight this wyvern. Uh-huh. I don't think I can, and I I know for a fact that if it's just me and the kobolds, I would have to roll very very lucky to get any any damage on this wyvern. Because I'm the only one with fighting experience, and one of us does magic, and like it, mm-hmm. I, the three of us can't do it. Okay. So I would need to pair up with somebody. I don't want to fight this wyvern because that wasn't, that isn't what I promised. The kobold. Okay. That's yeah. not what I promised. Also, I'm tired of fighting things. Every it feels like every other day I'm fighting. So I don't want to fight a fucking wyvern. I did that 20 years ago. I don't want to mm-hmm. do it again. So I, what her goal is. And what she was hoping would happen before Orleans challenged her authority in front of all of these youngins um, is she wanted – what she wanted to do was each little group of, like, four or five people probably won't be able to bring this down. You're going to need more people because I think you're going to need to attack this wyvern from a couple different ends. And most parties, I think, are probably similarly balanced like the siren's fruit was. Mm-hmm. So you probably don't have a ton of magic casters or like you probably don't have multiple of each category, right? Yeah. So I feel like at least two or three groups need to come together. That was my point in coming here so I could give them advice, help them organize, send them on the way and feel less bad. Feel like I was less responsible for these other kids dying. Okay. So so just to clarify, you basically want to Convince a couple groups to work together, give them some advice, and then I kinda not wait. you're not you do not want to go out there with them. No, I won't. Unless okay. a role makes me go with them. Like I'm prepared to go with them. I'm kind of thinking of myself more like an army general instead of an army captain. Alright. So on a strong hit, you notice that a couple people are kind of as you as you're taking your drinks, a couple people are, are kind of talking about it. Like, well, you know, if we split it between two parties, you know, I've heard the lion's claw actually isn't too bad. We could probably pair up with them. Yeah, but, you know, that one dude's an asshole. I don't want to work with that guy. You've started some people talking. Mm -hmm. No one is coming up to you to ask for your advice because there is a variety of experience. Most people here have a couple kills under yeah, their belt. I'm sure. Uh, they know the business pretty well. Definitely some of the, like, if there's, like, maybe one group of, of younger people that are definitely definitely scared by what you said. There, you, you could kind of hear them talk about, like, well, no, maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe we need to, should we, should we talk to her? I don't know. But nobody is coming up to you. I want to reiterate that one of that group is still alive somewhere. Sadine Ra told you that Balric and Pharrell died. Mm-hmm. Yonder is still alive somewhere. Right. Can I say what Marin's theory is? What yeah. Theory is? I think that um, they are injured 
and that the wyvern is like keeping them for like a snack. Okay. That's my theory. Mm -hmm. And if any groups were to come to me, I would tell them to look out for that because that's my, like I said, my current theory. But regardless, even if no one comes to me, killing the wyvern would hopefully help them find the last member of that party. If he's hiding, I don't want to draw attention to the fact that he ran away. Because if there's like a shame to that, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? That's why I'm not like bringing it up in this bar. Mm. I think it would depend on if somebody comes up to me. And then if I find out that the wyvern is dead, we might take a side journey, try to find their lair, see if he's there. All right. So I, I, I think I needed to talk it out with you a little yeah. bit. Let's. Mar- no. I don't feel like Marin's being cowardly, but this is kind of, I think, how it looks, is that she's being cowardly about this wyvern. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 34 of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you, my darling? Feeling pregnant. Feeling pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Feeling pregnant. Very physically pregnant. I'm sorry. It's just very, very pregnant. I'm sorry. That's okay. This new goblin is extremely active. Which is a good thing, um, but means that the inside of my body is just destroyed. So, (laughs) just destroyed. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all right. But get ready for hearing um, a lot of wheezing from this end, because I don't imagine, like, my breathing's already hard to do. I don't imagine as this goblin gets bigger, it will be any better. It was pretty bad with the first one, and I anticipate this one being much bigger. This one seems much bigger yeah oh yeah i am almost confident that i am just about the same size i was when i had our last goblin and i am only halfway through this pregnancy i'm so sorry so i might be just a slight bit smaller but i'm quite large several times at work this past week like from different people who don't see me normally Mm -hmm. parents you know people who come in Several people were like, oh, when are you due? And I say, when we're due, which is like late May, early June. And they go, I thought you were going to say the end of March. You look so big. (laughs) What a nice thing to say. What a nice thing to say. And all I can say is, thank you. (laughs) I know. I'm aware of how big I am. Thank you. So I look about two months ahead of schedule for context in case anybody cares. But how are you? I'm I'm assuming not feeling pregnant. No, no, not feeling, not feeling pregnant. Yeah. Um, Although I am reaping some of the benefits. Yesterday you came home with two cakes. I did. So that was great. It was. And one of them was like a cake sampler. So really it was four cakes. Yeah. So I'm just reaping the benefits of all the ice cream and cake in the house and- that that's been that's been great. So much sugar. Yeah, too way too much sugar. Um, I mean, the wives' tales say that this is going to be a girl because of the sugar. Really? That's what the wives' tales say. Yeah. No, if you know. are having a boy, they say you crave salty things, and if you're having a girl, you crave sugar. But I think that is busted on Diana because Diana always craves sugar. Yeah. So, but I am soaking it up. 
I haven't taken my diabetes test yet, so <laughs> I'm going to have all the sugar I want until that diabetes test comes back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm doing pretty good. Just, yeah, just very busy with with everything going on. Lots of gaming, lots of taking care of the goblin, making sure that you're okay. Just very busy lately. Yeah. But uh, very much enjoying Ironsworn. I've got all the, like, Ironsworn is making me very happy right now. It is my happy space. I really want to try out some solo Ironsworn. So that's what I'm kind of in the middle of prepping. That's cool. That's awesome. Is there anything that we need to touch base on before we get back to the episode proper? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Let's jump right back in then. Yeah, let's do it. Cray and Sorel look so uncomfortable. And I think Sorel looks up at you as you're kind of knocking back these these whiskeys. And Sorel goes, uh, Marin, th- this isn't really what what I had in mind. I thought Marin shoots the nastiest look. Marin is not happy. This is also not what Marin had in mind, to be clear. Sorel kind of slinks back and like walks over to Akraya, and Akraya's like, I told you not to say, I know, I know, I just thought, I, no, I told you. After a few minutes, you feel a hand on your shoulder. Does Marin look? It depends. Does this feel like a familiar hand? Uh, yes. Okay. So I look. You, you, you see a you see a blue sleeve. Oh, I don't look. I don't look. <laughs> I changed my mind. I was going to say I look, but no, I don't. I don't look. I just... Like slam my shot glass on the on the bar. Marin, come back to my table. No. <laughs> Marin, look. You already walked over here. Just sit down. Look at my table. No. <laughs> she takes she takes like a her last shot of whiskey and she turns. Uh there are there's about six people now sitting at Orleans's table. And before there was just Orleans? There was just Orleans. Okay. Come over to my table. <sighs> and then she gets up. And she walks over. Orleans pulls out a chair for you, pulls out a chair for themselves, and they sit down. And they go, Marin, this is the iron hand. And she gestures to four very young-seeming adventurers, Mm -hmm. probably about the same age as Yonder's group was. Oh, that's right on the heartstrings. This is the iron hand. And these two are members of the... Griffin Feather. The Griffin Feather has agreed to help out the Iron Hand, lead the Iron Hand after the Silver Wyvern, and I have offered to provide them with healing potions, enchantments, and some scrolls for free to help them get out there. You see no changes on her face, but... If she had, like, a vis- visual aura, mm-hmm. it would be less harsh. <laughs> like, there are no changes on her face, but there is, like, a feeling of she is listening and less cranky. <laughs> what a great adventurer. She really is pulling these people together. So angry. <laughs> this uh, probably, like, mid-30s woman who's with the, the griffin feather... She's got, like, thick furs, a fur cap, uh, a, a pretty decent scar across her face. She goes, just to be clear, you're not going out 
there. You you're just Marin Ghost. You you just want to see this thing killed. Look at me. Would you want me to join you? Would I want to go on a hunt with the infamous Marin Ghost? I yeah, kinda. With two kobolds and you? Yeah, kinda. I'd like to see that. And Orleans raises a hand and they go. Marin is not going out there. She has her own duties. But Marin and I are willing to offer you any services that you might require outside of going out. And one of the young kids, this this boy with like, uh, it looks like he hasn't shaved in a while. Or ever. Is he that young? That it would be like his first shave? <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's maybe never shaved. Oh. He's just got some, some wisps. He goes, so, uh... We, we've taken on some uh, a small orange wyvern and a green wyvern, but never a silver wyvern. I don't know how to handle the lightning. So here's my question that mm-hmm. I've been meaning to ask you. Would the siren's fruit have encountered a lightning wyvern? I yeah. want to say yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel sure. like we definitely have. Do you know how to fight a lightning wyvern? Otherwise, I'm just going to pull things out of my butt. Uh, I'm kind of interested in whatever you would, whatever, what you got. Um, okay. But we can do some... You know, Together. we have, yeah, we have tarot cards. We have uh, the the oracle. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of interested in what you think is the best approach to fighting a a lightning silver wyvern. So in Pokemon, this is a very serious question. Uh-huh. I did not play. Yes. Okay. How do you fight an electric type? Do you use another electric type, or is it like a grass type or a water type? Ground is strong against. Lightning, I think. Uh, I think rock might be strong against lightning. I always forget if flying is strong or weak against lightning. So, like, Onyx would beat the crap out of Pikachu. Yes. Okay. Not just in size, but, like, in power. Yes. Okay. It's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Using poke or using Pokemon logic. What you need. This is Marin. No. This is... This is... This is Marin. This is Marin. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you need is two magic users for the best results for the quickest results you need two magic users to send walls of rock or sand or just the ground the earth at this thing you can't attack it with straight magic and you can't attack it with electricity or its own power you can't revert it back it's it's lightning back on itself that's not going to work you need to use the ground and you're going to need your magic users with you once it's closer to the ground, though, you have to attack it and hit it. Usually in like movies and stuff, mm-hmm. when a dragon is like about to, right, like their throat gets real red or there's like a special and you usually have to attack it there. I feel like this is similar. There's like a weak spot when they're right about, like right before they do like a lightning okay. thing, right? Yeah. Okay. They use their, right before they use their breath weapon, they're yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. When they're closer to the ground, you're going to need your brute force and you're going to need your archers and you got to attack that exact spot. And I don't know what that is, but I say it. And it's got to be quick. You got to you got to do this fast. Orlance is is nodding as you're as you're giving this advice and they're also going through their their pack and they pull out a couple uh mason jars filled with this kind of white it looks almost like candle wax in these mason jars, and they, and they set it down on the table, and they go, "This right here is lightning wax. If you put it on your shields and your armor, 
the lightning will kind of slide off you a little bit. It's not foolproof because if it can, if it slides into a unprotected space, you can still get hurt. But this does a very good job of protecting from the breath weapons, and you can have this, both of these jars. And they turn to you and they go, "I sold this to the last young group that went out there." She's just staring at Orleans because that was not information that she had. I don't remember the last episode. Did I tell Orleans? Like, was I? I know I came to the bar asking about Pharrell and Balric. Bal- yeah, Balric. Yes, Balric. I know I came to the bar. Did for did Orleans hear me talking about them? Yes. Okay. So I've got this group in front of me. Here's what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. These two groups. I'm really glad. I just this. I'm really glad that a more experienced group kind of took these little babies under their wings because. I imagine that all of the veterans know young people who have died. Like, maybe not for this specific mission, but, like, you've encountered people who have died. That's part of the job, and it sucks. Yeah. And if, you know, a veteran's, like, fucking take care of them, I'm glad these guys listened. So, there. I could never be in war. I could never be in war. But I... I'm imagining that they, the two groups are kind of talking about like, okay, well, this is where we could put the wax. Maybe this is our formation. Maybe this, you know, like they're kind of strategizing. And Marin is just kind of looking at Orleans, looking at the group. And then she says, I won't be going on this mission with you, but I will be going out there. There is somebody that I need to find that I don't think or that I don't hope I don't hope is dead yet. So when you set out, I'll be setting out with you, but I won't be staying with you. They they look at you and they nod. And um, I think as you were kind of like taking this in, Sorel got out a piece of paper and was like drawing for them where y'all encountered the wyvern. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to get them as much information as possible as well. And as you say this, Orlins gives you a look of concern. You are very different than the per. Well, you're not very different. You're a little different than the person that they used to know. Mm-hmm. I feel like some major things are probably different. Yeah. I think this concern for other groups and the loss of life of other groups is new to her. Mm-hmm. Wyvern hunters are a pretty cutthroat group because... You don't make a ton of money doing it. You basically get very small you know, bounties from towns. At this point, the bounty in Meliura is probably getting pretty big. Mm-hmm. But generally, they're not that big, especially for one that hasn't actually come into town yet, which it hasn't actually hit Meliura yet. It's right. just in the woods outside. But it's causing enough of a disruption with like these storms and stuff that the bounty's starting to get pretty big. But usually... Wyvern Slayers kind of stick to themselves with groups that they know really closely that are, they generally try to keep small so that they don't have to split the bounty too many ways. It's not always the most effective, you know, route. Like if a whole army went out there, they they could probably kill the Wyvern pretty easily, but some people would still die and the people who survived wouldn't make as much money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The last time Orland saw you, you were still kind of part of that cutthroat mindset of like, whatever, that last group died, but we are fine. So whatever, we got paid. Right. And now 
this concern for other groups is 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 pretty new to Orleans. I think Orleans is going to take another jar of this lightning wax and set it in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do a... I'm going to ask the oracle. I'm wondering if Orleans has any sort of locate spell to help you find yonder. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say there's a 40% chance that they have a, a a spell that might be able to help. And that is a... 10 so that is not gonna do it yeah but i think they are i think they i think they're still moved you had a weak success on your test your bond Mm -hmm. right yeah you had a weak hit and you had a strong hit on your compel for the bar which is why you got these two groups together yeah along with orleans's help let me let me ask you do you want orleans to come out in the search with you okay so weird that's where my brain went that's immediately where my brain went. That Orleans would come. Do you do you want Orleans to come? Maybe. It would definitely make for a more interesting story. And I think it would be a good opportunity for if Orleans really cared about where Marin's been, it would be an opportunity. Because Orleans isn't they're not dumb. They know that once Marin's done what she's done, she's leaving. She's not coming back. She's not answering any questions. Mm-hmm. Um so if Orleans really wants to know then I think this would be a good opportunity. I think it would be good storytelling, but that's you playing three people. <laughs> Techni- yeah. <laughs> um, but it might be good to have some magic users while we look for yonder in a wyvern infested forest. Yeah. I think Orleans doesn't want to lose a chance to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But they also have been out of... The- they don't go into the woods hunting anymore they sell stuff to hunters oh this is tough but i'm not fighting a wyvern because i'm too old for that yeah i'm just looking for yeah you're just going for the looking for yeah i don't know what does Marin want i don't think she knows so let's roll let's roll on the oracle let's be really simple about it the answer is yes if i roll let's just use those odds use the odds at the bottom okay which what what odds what are the odds do you think I mean, I think it's 50-50. You think 50-50? Yeah. So if I roll a 51 or greater, then yes. Okay. That is a uh, 93. All right. I guess Orlance really wanted to come with us. All right. I think Orlance turns to you and they go, you're going out in the woods to find this person. Yeah, I am. I will join you. I think Marin is extremely surprised. Well, I can't. Let you die twice, Marin. So I'll go with all of you. Our group will split off. We'll find this person. And they turn to the actual hunters. Mm -hmm. You'll do the slaying. Sorel looks up at you and she goes, I want to go with them. No. What? No. I I, I think you and Akram both said no at the same time. Yeah. But this... Might be a good opportunity for you not to play three people. So, <laughs> if you wanted, it is totally your choice. No, I think I think you say that. But no. Marin is like, no. I want to get my revenge. You don't even know if this wyvern is connected at all to what happened to you in your hive. You don't have enough experience. And, truth be told, they're way more likely to survive without you. Marin, like, points to the group. Yeah. 
I think Akraya puts her hand on Sorel's hand. He goes, I need you with me. And Sorel looks at the two of you and then looks at the group of six. She points at them. You need to kill this wyvern. Slay it. And be heroes. And they kind of like look at her. All right. This older woman with the griffin's feather looks at you and goes, so you think there's a there's a kid still out there? I do. I think there's a chance. Then we should be leaving sooner rather than later, right? I agree, but I want you guys prepared. So we'll leave in an hour. I think I came in the morning. Yeah, morning. yeah, it was still pretty early, so... Yeah. Yeah, if you leave in an hour, you'd be leaving like probably before noon. Yeah. And now before noon. That's I, all right. You're down in all these shots before noon. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure that they have time to prepare. Like it's two groups combining. That's going to be awkward. They need to talk about like money and who's going to stand where and who's going to do what. So I want to make sure that they have time to prepare. And also, I threw a surprise mission in here. I imagine Akraya has something to say. So an hour. Maybe okay. she doesn't. Maybe she gets it. I don't know. Yeah, I think Akraya, for her part, is... This feels like a better plan for Akraya than I think she initially mm-hmm. envisioned when you told her, like, y'all were going out there. There's a whole group of humans that are going to be dealing with the wyvern and distracting it, hopefully, and doing that whole thing. So she's, like, she's feeling better about this. Yeah. So the 12 of you? No, there's a lot. 10. There's well, 10 of you now. Well, there's six of there's... the group that were sitting at the table, but I actually had a question. The mm-hmm. one for the Griffin's Feather, mm-hmm. there was only two people from the Griffin's Feather. Are yeah. they the only ones going or is all of the Griffin's Feather going? Only these two. Okay. I'm glad they have a conscious conscience. Mm-hmm. Do I want to reward them with something? Is that weird to do? I think anything, maybe not a reward, but anything you can give them to help them mm-hmm. on this hunt is going to be useful. You've already given them some solid advice. You convinced Orleans to give them a bunch of stuff for free. Yeah. To give them an edge. I have venom sacks. Oh, from that, from the bee? I think. I think from the bee, yeah. Would that be helpful? Could be. very. Yeah, definitely could be. I give them the venom sacks. At the very least, they could always sell it later and be like, Marin, Ghost gave me these Venom sacks. Here you go. Yeah. Because I don't know what the hell I'm doing with them. I don't want them anymore. Yeah. I think uh, the older two get a hold of these. And that's who I give it to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they immediately start talking about how they can use these. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely going to help. And yeah, y'all spend, y'all spend an hour kind of going over your strategy and your plan. Mm-hmm. I think as y'all are doing that, people keep walking up around the bar and like glancing over what you're doing. And they start adding stuff to this map Sorel drew. People are just kind of like walking by and giving you hints. So people are helping. Yeah. They're just not being obvious and about it. Yeah. Okay. They start giving you tips. They start pointing around. They're like, you know, if, if I was hurt in the woods, I probably would go down to this river embankment. I think that would probably be where I would choose to go hide out for a while. Uh, there's people talking about, I'm pretty sure there's an abandoned shack down south right here. Uh, I, we saw that when we were out searching for the wyvern. If they got in a tussle over in this clearing, he, they might be over here. I swear, you know, I heard good intel that the wyvern's uh, little nest is in this cave on this side of the uh, ravine. So 
as y'all spend this hour planning, people are coming up based on kind of your really good role earlier and giving y'all tips and advice on how to approach this, even if they're not committed to like going in on the hunt with you, they're, they're giving you the everything that they know to help this be a success. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll end there with your group together, kind of over this table, talking, making plans and setting up to go on this mission. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Iron Sworn was designed by Sean Tompkin. You can find more at ironswornrpg.com. We also used Trungle's Star Spinner Tarot and Evelyn Moreau's Fabulous Pocket Guild. We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom the show would not get made. We also want to thank In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling at Nemo's Place, off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with a Ghost at inlovewithaghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people to find us. It's one of the best ways you can help out the pod. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons, whose support keeps the show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week, while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other thanks. Every dollar makes a huge difference. This episode was sponsored by patron Nathan Perriott. Nathan is the powerful Pega known as the eager Enemy of the Palm, whose temple has long been kept secret. If you find it, you may find left there a long-knitted scarf, carefully and wonderfully made. Thank you so much for your support, Nathan. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. (laughs) 